Welcome to Silly History. I'm Matt Pekarski. I love funny stories, especially when they come from real life. I've compiled a long list of true tales that made me laugh, and now I want to share them with you. There's a lot of crazy stuff historical figures did or said, and yet we've never heard about them. History class would have been a lot more interesting with some of these sprinkled in here and there. Not that I ever disliked learning history. Hopefully there's at least a couple of yarns you haven't heard before. Let's hear one now. World War I was raging throughout Europe back in 1918. The U.S. joined the fight only a year earlier, but George was already surrounded and he had been for years. The enemy had long taunted and tormented George and the citizens he was appointed to serve. Every attempt to defeat their adversary had failed, and he was ready to resort to more extreme measures. All is fair in love and war, and George's battle was no exception. George realized that he needed to round up a militia, a battalion of civilian soldiers who were eager to get their hands dirty, relentless in the heat of battle, resourceful and creative when traditional weapons proved ineffective. When all else failed, they would come in and get the job done. George didn't know why the idea hadn't occurred to him sooner, because he knew that the enemy feared this band of misfits far above anyone else. George requested and was approved the wartime funds he needed to implement a draft. Posters, leaflets, bulletins, and newspaper articles were distributed depicting the enemy in spiked helmets or lording over citizens in captured servitude. Volunteers, too old to be drafted themselves, gave boisterous and energetic speeches at rallies to entice those who were at the optimum age for enlistment. George spent nearly $40,000, over $750,000 by today's calculations, in campaigning and propaganda. To be honest, he probably didn't need to spend so much to spread the word. Most of who enlisted quickly passed the news onto their compatriots. It was the chance to fight for their country, and the opposition was an exceptionally tantalizing target, an opportunity they couldn't miss. And so, the California Commissioner of Horticulture, George H. Heck, declared war on the state's infestation of ground squirrels, enlisting the help of the state's most capable band of servicemen and women to eradicate the vile vermin, schoolchildren. Ground squirrels had been ruining farm crops for years, which, according to George and the National Food Administrator, Herbert Hoover, harmfully affected the wartime food caches that ensured the nation's overseas troops were fed. Ground squirrels were also believed to carry diseases like the bubonic plague, which alone justified their impetus to wage war on the critters. And if committing rodent genocide wasn't motivation enough to entice kids to participate, George offered monetary rewards to the schools whose students killed the most. When the participation pamphlets were distributed, kids were given access to many methods for eradicating the squirrel army, including a recipe for strychnine-laced grain for planting in front of squirrel burrows. Other obvious methods included drowning, shooting, trapping, and poison gas. It appears that kids back then were way more responsible when handling dangerous tools and chemicals. Proof of the kill was, of course, necessary. So kids were instructed to turn in squirrel tails at their schools for tallying the overall body count. And so Squirrel Week began. George had to remind the overachievers not to deliver their squirrel tails directly to his office. He had walked in one day to a malodorous smell emitting from a bundle of them, left there days before the week of mass murdering even commenced. The short-statured soldiers were unleashed to attack the entrenched enemy, descending upon them like hordes of crazed barbarians. And the squirrels didn't know what hit them. Without warning, 
the line was broken during the biggest little blitz in wartime history. Squirrels watched helplessly as their brothers and sisters-in-arms were swiftly exterminated, knowing full well that they would be targeted next. Kids flooded their schools with squirrel tails. By the end of the week, George and his wartime staff determined that the number of squirrels killed, based on the final tally, was still just a fraction of the grand total of casualties. Schoolchildren turned in over a 100,000 tails, and even when the government-sanctioned event was over, many continued the quest for total annihilation. Later that year, California's Lassen County launched another campaign against the pests, during which a boy and girl turned in over 3,700 tails each. George's initiative proved to be wildly successful. Although ground squirrels weren't completely wiped out, the areas of farmland where they were eradicated once again began to yield healthy crops. If squirrels could read, farmers would put signs up that read, Beware of Children. Thanks for listening. If you liked this episode, please subscribe, give it a five-star rating, and share with not one but two of your friends. If I haven't told your favorite silly story from history, send me an email at nightowlbroadcasting at gmail.com. Subject, Silly History Story. This is a Night Owl production and made possible thanks to donations by you, the listener. <laughs>